Hello, everybody. Welcome uh, to another episode here of the K2 Podcast. Uh, Today is April 13th, and uh, this is our seventh episode. Uh, So we're chugging right along here. So uh, it's a milestone. Um, A little known fact is uh, most podcasts don't make it past their seventh episode. Uh, So this is a little bit of a milestone. So I'm a little excited for that. Um, So we got a few things to cover today. Uh, one thing uh, that we're going to discuss a little bit is do a recap on some of the stocks we picked last week to kind of see exactly the progression and where they, uh, how they, how, how, I guess just check on the progression of the stock, see what they're doing, see if we can gather any information. Um, another thing that we're going to take a look at is uh, five tips to research stocks. I got a few messages last week uh, from a couple people uh, who are subscribers on YouTube and a couple of friends on Facebook as well asked me, said, hey, I'm really interested in getting involved with uh, you know, buying stocks, but I don't know how to research the companies. So I thought it'd be good to take a little bit of a minute, maybe give you guys some tips that might help. Um, of course, these tips aren't universal. Um, sometimes with investing, it's straight luck, you know, um, but... That that is something I wanted to kind of discuss a little bit. Now, I originally had it planned to basically bring up my TD Ameritrade account um, and show you guys how to actually put in a purchase order, um, stuff like that. But I ran into a few hiccups without exposing my personal account. I'm trying to have them separate, like one that is like a account to share with you guys, invest on, and kind of make moves. But I want to do that separate from my personal account. So I'm working on getting that taken care of. Um, so once we get that all squared away, we'll be able to do that in more real time and kind of go through the website, uh, TD Ameritrade, and kind of really show you things and break it down. Um, so another thing is, uh, big news today, just not too long ago, uh, Piers Bernie Sanders came out and endorsed Joe Biden, um, for the, uh, for the, for, for president. Um, we'll see if, uh, how this plays out, but as it stands to me, it looks like we're going to have another four years of Trump. I don't know what you guys think, but I just don't see in what universe joe biden pulls this off uh not to say that it can't be done um because people said the same thing about trump in the past that he couldn't do it and he did do it so i'm not sleeping on joe as i think that's what they call him sleepy joe (laughs) so i'm not gonna sleep on joe but we'll see um also, another thing that we're going to talk about is something that I've been seeing kind of trending. Uh, it's called something called social distance shaming. And it's kind of interesting because basically from what I gathered is if you see somebody in public who's not social distancing, you're supposed to shame them. Um, <laughs> so let's see how that turns out because I got a couple of videos to share for you, uh, share with you on this stuff. Um, so we're going to get right into the show. Um, first segment is going to be on the stocks. We'll get uh, fired up and get going on that. Uh, so I appreciate you guys again for tuning in uh, for the seventh episode here. It's much appreciated. Uh, so let's take a look here uh, at the first uh, company. So we got Kohl's. Um, if you remember last week, we talked about Kohl's. 
um, they're actually doing pretty well. If you look here on the chart, uh, let me just get my cursor over. So if you look at the chart, it looks like when we last talked about them on Monday, uh, we talked about them on Monday, uh, which was April 6th. So last week, they were about $12.48 when we talked about them. Um, now they're up eighteen seventy nine. So within a span of, you know, a few days here since last Monday when we discussed them, they're up four bucks, you know, over four dollars. So I consider that a win. That's a great, great, you know, Coles is doing big. They just recently also came out and said that they're offering like online orders for pickup, you know, so they're they're not uh they're able to you're able to pick up orders. Sorry about that. Phone's going off getting a phone call. So you're able to pick up orders if you purchase through Kohl's online. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, another thing that they got going on right now, um, I think I mentioned it before, they're partnered with Amazon. You can do Amazon returns through Kohl's. Uh, so it's just good to see that Kohl's is doing well. I expect this to continually go back up, especially as a lot of things begin to open back up. You know, I'm an advocate for the economy being reopened. Um, you know, our president is getting a lot of flack for it. But we can't stay this way forever. That's just my personal opinion. I've had about enough of it. And I know I've seen... I see that's a trending theme. I see a lot of people, especially on social media at the beginning, were like, just stay at home, stay at home. And it's interesting to see how some of these people tune uh, is changing just a little bit. And they're saying things like, okay, I've had enough. I'm done with it. You know, they're just fed up. And you can't keep people locked up in cages like this forever. So as this goes on, I really uh, expect Coles to get a little bit higher. Um, we also talked about Delta Airlines last week. Um, last week, week when we talked about them, they were at $22.32. Um, so they're up over a, just under a buck since we last talked to them. They're a little shaky. I mean, and that's expected. I mean, Delta probably really won't get its legs back for quite some time. Delta Airlines, I mean, Traveling right now is pretty much a no-go, especially uh, in, in the airlines world. So you're definitely going to see a few uh, issues there with Delta. But it is good to see that even though we talked about them last week, they were at $22.32. They're still up, you know, since we last talked about them. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Delta. Um, now, last week we also talked about Norwegian Cruise Lines. Um, last week when we talked about them, they were at, let's see, I think I had them down at $10.01. Um, so, I mean, this says $9.22 at 9.30 in the morning. So by the time the podcast aired at 7, it looks like they were already up to uh, $10.01 when we talked about them. But just to see that they're up at $11.36 is still an improvement. And it's quite interesting to see that they're able to kind of go back up here even you know cruise lines are pretty much at a at a standstill but i did hear stories and reports that some of these crew lines were already starting to sell tickets for like uh i want to say june or may or sometime of course they're probably going to be dirt cheap um people are probably really going to be hesitant to get back into the cruise line world but 
It's pretty cool. Um, also, with the cruise lines, I've been advocating for some of the cruise line stocks. We also talked about uh, Carnival Cruise Lines. There's an article that I posted on Facebook where um, a bunch of investors have noticed uh, an uptick with uh, millennials or Generation Z people. Um, younger investors, I should say, just younger investors are really taking an eye to nor or to cruise line industry. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Interesting. I kind of like to think that you know maybe I had a little bit of a uh, play in that. Of course, that's to be determined. Who really knows if that's true or not? But I still think it's pretty cool to see that uh, they came out with that article. Um, also, the final one we'll talk about. Now, this one's kind of, a, I guess, the problem child right now. It's Carrier. If you're familiar with Carrier, you know they predominantly uh, have AC. They make AC units, heat pumps, things of that nature. They're in the ventilation world. Um, you probably have a Carrier system in your backyard. Um, but what's interesting to see is that they've gone down a little bit. When we talked about them last, let's see, I think I had them down at $15.44. So they've kind of taken a, yeah, they've, they've definitely taken a little bit of hit. But right now, this is probably the best time of the year as far as weather goes. It's kind of just relaxed, calm. Like today uh, here in Virginia, the weather was perfect. There was a slight breeze. I mean, I took the dog out for a walk. It was just perfect. I got a couple of windows open. So there's no, I don't got nothing running. Nobody needs these systems, but I do anticipate as the summer comes along and things, people get a little bit more money in their pockets uh, when they get back to work. I do expect this company to go up. A little bit of a problem child right now, um, but I definitely think this company will do uh, do okay. It's just going to be taking time. And I also want to bring to the attention, we talked about it uh, last week as well, that they just went public, uh, I want to say maybe, what was it, like April 20th or, or excuse me, May 20th. So just last month, they just went public. So they're just now getting their feet wet in, in, in as far as uh, offering their stock goes. But if you're, so like I said, I had a few questions last week uh, from subscribers on YouTube and then also a few few of my friends on Facebook messaged me and said, hey, you know, I want to get invested in, but I I'm kind of scared or how do I research the stocks? So what I want to do is kind of just take a minute and give you a couple of tips that I think will help. Um, it'll at least, of course, this isn't going to be a all inclusive thing that where if you do these things, you're always going to find what you need to make your decision. That's not going to be true because sometimes in the stock market, it can just be based off of luck, frankly. Um, so, that's just one thing to kind of think about, but I'm, I do have uh, a few tips that I'll give you. Um, the first tip that I always want to say is start with a company's reports. Um, so what that means is like every publicly traded company is required to publish their reports. Um, so that way you can use that information and use the information that they that they put out to kind of make your decisions. Um if you go like we'll just do a quick example here. If you go to coles.com because that's one of the uh stocks that we've been discussing discussing. So we'll go to coles.com here. Now if you scroll to the bottom and almost all websites that are publicly traded have this. 
Um, so if you go to Kohl's here at the bottom, there's a usually it'll say something along the lines. I don't know if you can see that small text there, but it says investor relations. Um, sometimes it'll say investor information. There's all different types of stuff there, but usually every publicly traded company has this on their website. And if they don't, it's probably not a company you want to put your money into. It's probably some sort of scam or something like that. But if you go to this, you click on investor relations, it's going to tell you everything that you need uh, to basically learn about the company. So you could do this for any company that you like. So you got Cole's Factbook, financial information. You can research their leadership, you know, as far as the CEO goes, events and presentations. Um, so this is all information that you can find on any website or uh, of the company that you're looking to invest in. Um, so that's kind of uh, another tip. Um, now the forms that you're going to want to look for on these websites um, that I find most important is something called a 10K. Um, so the 10K is a form that just basically contains financial statements that have been audited by like independent third parties. Um, so you can find like financial data in there from like the fa uh, past five years or information about how the company earns money, uh, risk factors for the company. Uh, let's see. Oh, and there's also like discussions about the company on there, like the company and uh, the company's management. So that that 10K form is pretty much going to show you everything that you need to know as far as uh, um, investing but there's also another form called a 10q and this form this one is like a quarterly form um, it gives you like uh, it's unaudited financial statements it's a little bit less comprehensive than the 10k but a 10q is a great great one to have because it gives you access to management discussions it talks about the company as well as information about market risk so that that one's a good one to just take a look at so the first tip like I said is going to start with the company's reports you can find all that information usually on the website um, the second tip that I would give is like ask for help you know consult a brokerage firm or use other research tools so like for me i use td ameritrade um with td ameritrade they actually with td ameritrade they actually have like a school you can attend they have webinars they have all this like great information that's right built into the website that you can actually use if you plan on investing um they also have like a free like you can call up TD Ameritrade's customer service, talk with somebody and say, hey, this, could you help me out? And like, they'll walk you through the steps. So that's one thing I would say. They also have like uh, physical locations that you can walk into as well. Now, I don't know that you can do that right now. Um, I typically, I used to go into the uh, brick and mortar locations, but um, I've gotten kind of accustomed to everything and kind of learned on what I need to do on my own. Um, so I don't have to do that anymore. But they do have those resources available. Um, but you can also use like YouTube um, and find places like my people and places like myself, just friends that you want to share ideas well with and bounce bounce ideas off of each other. You know, I'm always open to somebody sending me a message or reaching out saying, hey, Kevin, what do you think about this stock? Um, uh, a friend of mine, Kevin Mills, recently commented and it's like, hey, you know, I've been, you know, doing this uh, stock called Plug um, and it's P-L-U-G is the ticker symbol. Um, and, you know, we had a discussion about that a little bit about just kind of just talking about what we like about it. And what we think so that was kind of uh, something you can do with your friends find people that have that same mentality and also want to invest because I think that's important um, 
The third thing, the third tip I wanted to say is make sure you understand the basics of a company. So basically what I'm referring to there is understand how the company works. You know, make sure you know how they make money, like where their revenue comes from. Does it come directly from a customer? Like does a consumer sales um is it advertising company so do they make uh, money through advertisements um and who is the customer or who is the company's biggest customers so think about who their audience is is it, it could be you um so when i say that is a lot of times when i suggest someone that's interested in getting getting involved in the stock market they say well i don't know where to invest i usually say well think about where you shop where do you spend your money and why do you spend your money um why do you spend your money there so i think that's really important when it comes to invest and think about places that align with your values and that's another tip that i wanted to get into um so a fourth tip will be ensure your values align with the companies so for me uh, one company that I wish I could invest in, but I can't because it's a privately owned company is Chick-fil-A. They align with my values. I think they're a great company. I like what they stand for. I would spend my money there. I take my family there. Um, if you notice, every time you drive past a Chick-fil-A, except on a Sunday, uh, the drive throughs wrapped around the parking lot. So it's like a no-brainer for me to want to spend my money there, whether it's to eat or invest. That's that's kind of a, a an example of what I'm kind of trying to talk about when I say make sure the company aligns with your values and what you what you see fit. So that's just something to think about. Um, lastly, the other tip that I always like to give is like research the company's leadership. Um, so I know for some people like Tesla, some people really like Elon Musk. They think the dude's like innovative and brilliant, and you know people. In my opinion, he is. So if you like Elon Musk, you like what he stands for, you like his message, then, you know, maybe that's somebody, that's a company you would want to invest in. But now if you have somebody else that you just can't stand and, you know, they're in your vision, they're always in some kind of scandal, the CEO is terrible, that might raise some red flags. So that's just something to think about when it comes to investing. Um, I do want to say, I, every time that I do a stock segment, I always want to say I'm not a financial expert. I'm just like you guys where I just try to try my best. You know, I, 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 I guess I throw a couple darts at the board and see what sticks sometimes, um, but I'm learning. And, you know, for anybody that else wants to learn, I'm always here as a resource to talk to and kind of bounce ideas off of because I'd like to find like-minded people. Um, so don't ever be hesitant or, uh, or worried. Just, you know, if you want to shoot me a message, I'm more than willing to help. Um, but there is, like I said earlier, there's plenty of resources uh, to talk to somebody uh, if you're not co comfortable talking to me or anybody else. Um, but also remember to take your time when you research stocks. Rushing into investment without doing the research, you know, is never really a good idea. Um, sometimes it does work out, you know, like I said, sometimes I just throw a couple darts at the board and kind of see what sticks, you know, I'm not advocating for that. Um, but I, I just want to say, you know, use your own judgment. I'm not a financial coach. I'm not an expert on this stuff. So I don't want to act like I have all the answers or I know everything surrounding it. So just wanted to kind of uh, go over uh, go over that a little bit. Um, so that'll pretty much do it for our stock segment. Um, 
appreciate you guys uh, tuning in for that. So the next thing I want to get into is something that I've been seeing growing. I'm sure a few of you have probably seen it on the news and stuff, but there's this thing going around called social distance shaming, where basically if you see two people too close or two or more, I don't even know, large groups, you go over to them and you shame them. Um, Now, from my past experiences, when you see any kind of criminal act or anything that's not right, you know what the, the, the news usually says? They usually say, don't engage the person, don't talk to them, call 911 immediately. Well, they're not saying that anymore, folks. And if you look here at the bottom, it says, warning, practice social distancing or else. Now, what or else means, I'm not sure. I mean, that's kind of, I don't understand what they're getting at there. It's kind of kind of a little weird if you ask me to say social distancing or else or else I don't know what they what they're trying to imply there so it's just it, I don't like that headline at all and then you want to take a look so I just wanted to point out the headline I'm not going to watch this whole video here cuz it's kind of just long and drawn out it's it's just I don't know it's just pretty silly but I do want to shed attention on this so we talk about viral uh excuse me social distance shaming here's a video that recently went viral of a doctor who walked up to a couple of girls okay and this guy's a medical professional and this is how he acts but I just want to point out that these this is a group of girls that were just minding their own business doing what they do and this doctor felt the need to come over and social distance shame them let's take let's just watch the video real quick this video posted on reddit over the weekend the poster says they were with friends at norton commons and admits they were failing to social distance they say they were attacked by a couple claiming to be physicians the video shows a man who the poster says choked one of the girls who was present and shoved and hit so i wish i actually was able to find the real clip here but he pushed this girl down um, because they asked, they said, hey, you know, don't touch us. You're getting too close, you know. So he's he's basically going into this group of girls. And this is why I have a problem with the whole social distance shaming. You know, you don't, people like this like to get big headed and take things into their own hands. And I don't advocate for it. You know, I don't like it one bit. And to go into these group of teenagers like this, you know, if anything, he should have called authorities if he really felt that compelled to get involved. Or, you know, I I mean, I just I don't see any any way that I would me personally. I'm worried about myself. Yeah, I care about others. Yes, I care about, you know, the, the world as a whole. Okay, that goes without saying. But for me, in time like this, you know, I have to take care of me and myself. I'm not worried about what other people do. If I choose to stay indoors and I want to stay locked up, that's that's for me to decide. And that's what I've been doing. You know, I've done my best. I mean, I still have to go to work because I have a full-time job. I got to provide. I have a, I have a daughter. You know, it's important for me to do those things. But I'm not worried about what other people are doing. And for this guy to be a medical professional, a doctor, and push this little girl down, it's pathetic others who were there. LMPD did take a report of the altercation and sent it to Look us at this. this morning. They wrote, we're... And he, you know, he's he's mad at them for not social distancing. <laughs> and he's basically on top of this girl. I mean, I mean, you see it. Look, I mean, he's on top, in the group there. I mean, so he's just as guilty. You know, I, I've, I'm really shocked by this. Like I said, he's supposed to be a medical professional. I'm, I'm just... 
I'm shocked and, and sent it to us this morning. They wrote, we're aware of this video and officers from the 8th Division responded to a call of an incident Friday and took a report. Obviously, we do not advise individuals concerned about social distancing to take matters into their own hands and confront people about it, especially in any physical way. And that's not true because I've seen no stories running about social distance shaming. Um, it's becoming a thing. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, pushing it, especially on the local news here. So for them to say that, I, I guess the law enforcement saying one thing, media saying another. Of course, you know, that's kind of the uh, theme, right? So I just think it's interesting there. Um, moving forward here, uh, I want to talk about Bernie Sanders uh, endorsing Joe Biden. <laughs> um, it looks like we're going to have another four years of Trump, whether you like it or not. It's going to I don't see in a world I just don't see a world that Joe Biden pulls this victory off. I don't see it. Um there's also been some questions as to Bernie actually being out of the race because from my understanding, he's still going to be on the ballot in the primaries attempting to steal delegates. For what reason? I'm not sure. It, for, if anything, it probably causes more frustration and chaos inside of their uh, Democratic Party. So I don't know what the hell's going on with the Democratic Party, but I don't see a world where Joe Biden pulls this off. Now, I could totally be wrong. Totally be wrong. But I don't see a world that Joe Biden pulls this off. I mean, we're going to take a few things, uh, take a look at a few things uh, around Joe Biden, some gaffes that he's got going on. But geez, and I also want to point out, we'll, we'll get to it. Let's take a look at this first clip. So apparently Joe Biden was asked, um, was in a discussion about the 1918 flu pandemic, and this is what he had to say about it. The case where we cannot let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. We have never, never let our democracy take second fiddle. Way that we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health. So what the hell did he just say? Because I have no idea. I have no idea what that man just said. And, you know, there's videos like this that go on and on and on. I mean, you got another one here where he gets, he basically assaults someone at his, or verbally assaults somebody at his, one of his rallies. Um, so you're arguably the candidate with the greatest advantage in this race. You've been the vice president. You weren't burdened down by the impeachment trials. So, or... Look, 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 they all jumped on her because she's saying he wasn't burdened down by the impeachment trust. <laughs> but <laughs> that's pretty funny. So basically, it looks like she's trying to insinuate that, you know, he didn't really care or wasn't involved in the impeachment trial. So it looks like that he has a uh, potential to gain some voters from the right because he wasn't pressing it. And then some of the people in the crowd get a little angry at, at her for saying that. <laughs> And the participation. So how do you explain the performance in Iowa and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? Nobody believes that he can win the national election. At least I don't. <laughs> it's a good question. Number one, Iowa's a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? 
No, you haven't. You're a lion dog face pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're now you gotta be. <laughs> like, what the fuck is a lion dog face pony soldier? I don't like. <laughs> I mean, he called her a liar, so you're calling one of your supporters a liar. But that's not all of it. It gets worse. You know what I mean? It it gets way worse for Joe Biden. So another clip here. Check this one out. And you want to check my shape on? Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do. Let's run. Let's do whatever. Challenging the guy to a push-up contest, and everybody's happy about that. <laughs> Could you imagine Donald Trump saying that? You know, Donald Trump gets so much shit for the things that he says, but if he challenged somebody to a push-up contest, they'd have a heyday on him. It would. You'd never hear the end of it. Oh my lord! It would be. It would just be a disaster. They would go on and on and on about that. But we'll keep watching. My son has done anything wrong, and I did not on any occasion. And no one has ever said it. Not I one day you were doing anything wrong. I you said, said I set up my son to work in an oil company. Isn't that what you said? I Get your work straight, Jack. That's what I hear on the on MSNBC. You don't hear that on MSNBC. No, no, you did not hear that. But you heard. No, Look, you okay, I'm not going to get an argument with you, man. So he's saying, hey, look, man, I don't want to argue. I'm just telling you what my interpretation of uh, something that I heard on MSNBC. And Joe Biden's getting pretty, uh, pretty pissed off, as you can tell. But we'll keep watching here because it gets worse. Look, look, fat, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Oh, and he called. Did you see that? I don't know if y'all noticed that. He called him fat. You know, Donald Trump gets flacked when he talks about, you know, things like that. But Joe Biden gets a free pass because he's from the Democratic Party. Let's watch it. Yeah, and then everybody cheers like that's funny. That's not great. If Trump said some shit like that, he would be it would be a disaster. He said you're too old to vote for me. Well, you know what? I'm too young to vote for you too, Joe, because uh I just there's I just I don't know. I just can't see myself voting for this guy. It's just it's he, he I don't understand it. He uh, he there's so many videos. I'm not going to play him on this show because I'm not going to I'm not going to do that, but there's videos of him doing some really disgusting stuff to kids right on, 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 like during an interview, during photo opportunities, like photo ops. He's, he's like, there's one video, you can look it up for yourself, of him touching a little girl's nipples. I don't know. It's pretty disgusting. I'm not going to get too much more involved in that because I can't. It's just, it's too much for me, especially as a father. Um, I have a two-year-old, and seeing that, there's no way I could do it. Um, but I, it's just it's just weird that this dude has somehow pushed Bernie out the way. And I'm not advocating for Bernie Sanders by any means. I'm, I can't get with the whole democratic socialism thing, just not for me. Um, I don't believe that this, that's what this country was built on. That's not why I bust my ass to work hard and provide for my family. I don't. I can't get behind it whatsoever. I can't get behind the whole social distance, or excuse me, I can't get behind the whole social, just the whole socialist agenda. It's just not for me. But um, 
But let's take a look here at this uh, other video. This week, it was an take a look at this. disaster. Small sample. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, you're supposed to cough into your elbow. I don't know. <laughs> the so God is ass. Covering your White House. That's, that you no, actually, actually, that's true. But fortunately, I'm alone in my home. But that's okay. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. Why doesn't mm -hmm. he just act like a president? That's a stupid way to say you it. You know, I Donald guess, Trump was really asked us. <laughs> he looks ashamed. I would be ashamed. I don't. <laughs> no, no, I probably best I don't. <laughs> and look at the reporter can't even can't keep a straight face. It's like it's, I don't know. It's like watching a yo-yo. I shouldn't have said it that way. It's like watching. Do that yeah, motion yeah, one more time, Joe. Do that motion one more time. Like he must have been a core team. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it that way. It's like watching. It feels that way. I want to ask. I want. <laughs> oh God, she can't keep a straight face. Our Secretary of State insisted, and this broke the meeting up basically in terms of her influence, that this be called the Luhan virus. Ooh. Uh, that one's tough. The Luhan virus. Yeah, but nobody, no reporters are knocking down Joe Biden's door to ask him about these type of things. I mean, it's just, it's just bizarro to me. I mean, it just goes on. I mean, I'll play another one here. And tonight's show won't be too long. Um... You know, with Easter Sunday recently passing, uh, I've had to work all week. It's been a long week for me. So I've dealt with a few personal things and stuff like that. So I haven't got to prepare as much of an episode as I'd like to do. But I just wanted to kind of point out a couple of things and just kind of uh, touch base. And I'm trying to stay away from the coronavirus. I've had about enough of it. I can't. It's just. That's all that's on TV these days. That's all you hear about. Even like Netflix and Amazon Prime, they're all pushing these pandemic shows where you got to... It's just everything is just surrounding it right now. So I tried to switch it up a little bit. I know politics isn't always as much fun, but this stuff right here is getting and made me laugh. It's kind of brightened up my week a little bit listening to old Joe Biden. Tomorrow's Superstar Tuesday, and I want to thank you all. I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. It would put. That made no sense. I don't know if you caught that, but he said. We'll just keep going. And 20 million, back, million women back in the workforce. Nobody should be in jail for a nonviolent crime. My name's Joe Biden. Nobody should be in jail for a nonviolent crime. Candidate for the United States Senate. What's not to like about Vermont in terms of the beauty of it? And what a neat town. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Poor kids are just as talented as white kids. So he's insinuating that white people don't have, adver you know, don't face struggles or adversity. I mean, this stuff is just bizarre to me with Joe Biden. But the, main, the, the, the number one thing that I point to and I think a lot of other people have pointed to is why hasn't Obama, who was, you know, Biden was vice president, Obama was the president, there's supposed to be a team that works together, why hasn't Obama endorsed Joe Biden? You have to ask yourself that question. You would think somebody that you worked with for eight years um, and, and would want to come out and support you publicly. Why has Obama not did that? Well, apparently a reporter was able to ask Joe Biden why 
that, you know, hey, why isn't Obama endorsing you? And this is what Joe Biden had to say about it. Quickly, if you are the best choice for the Democrats in 2020, why didn't President Obama endorse you? I asked President Obama not to endorse. So why would you ask him not to endorse? First off, I don't believe that that's true. I think he's bullshitting on this one. Why would you ask somebody who could really add value to your campaign? Because let's face it, guys. I'm not an Obama supporter, okay? But he had a, a swagger about him, a certain uh, way about him that related to voters. And I think that's why he won the election in those years. Um, you know, and was able to, you know, be a president. And I didn't always agree with him, his policies, but I did like his laid back demeanor. Um, there was things that I, I, I saw from Obama, but this, my point is this, this is somebody that could potentially boost your campaign. Somebody that's really going to add some value to it. Somebody that's going to possibly give you a, a, a position to where you could actually win this thing, but you asked him not to? That just don't make sense to me. I call bullshit. And he doesn't want to, we should. He doesn't want to, yeah, he doesn't want to, but like, just listen to that real quick. He, he kind of slips up there. President Obama endorsed you. I asked President Obama not to endorse, and he doesn't want to. We should. He doesn't want to endorse, yeah. But you see, he tries to fix it here. But he doesn't want to endorse. That's what it is. Whoever wins this nomination should win it on their own merits. No, Guys, you, welcome to Delaware. You, you and your message very clearly made this about the debate about President Trump. But you're going to have to get through the Democratic primary first. Why are you the best choice for Democrats? That'll be for the Democrats to decide. Thanks. Yeah, and from what I saw, he says that'll be for the Democrats to decide. Well, I just want to tell you from what I've seen on Twitter, um, a trending thing on Twitter was, I, I forget what it was called, but it was something along the lines like Biden or Trump, Biden versus Trump, something along those lines. And I'd say 90% of those posts were all people saying, screw it, I'm not voting at all. I'm not going to vote. They're like, I can't vote for this guy. So they, none of the Democrat people, especially the younger voters, want to support this guy, especially after all the videos that came out and stuff of him doing some really weird stuff, you know, just some weird stuff. I mean, there's one, I'll do one last video before we close up the show tonight, but there's one uh, other video. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, mm. Oh, here it is. I think I got it pulled up. Hold on just a second. See if I can get it to load. Guys need to know. Should they of course, we get an ad here. Sorry about that, guys. Our lawnmower 3.0. All right. You speak about the man who most likely will challenge. Oh, I guess I put the wrong link in. I thought I had the link. I'm not going to. I guess we're just going to have to let it go. But really, I hope. It looks like we're going to have Trump for another four years, guys. I really don't see a universe where Joe Biden pulls this off. You have to forgive me for my dog barking in there. Um, but I just wanted to kind of say thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, typically, we do about an hour-long show, um, but I didn't have as much material prepared this week for you guys. Um, just got a lot of personal things going on, but we're going to get right back on it next week, um, so next Monday at 7. Hopefully, I'll be able to 
compile some more stuff that isn't coronavirus because I've had about enough of it. Um, so hopefully I'm able to get you guys some more information on that but that's everything that i'm gonna uh, share with you guys tonight also if you'd like to support the stream um it's always appreciated you can do so at www.streamlabs.com slash kevin kirby um also you can follow me on instagram and twitter you can see my uh names down there below am i pointing to it yeah right there so you can always do that um, also you can catch me on YouTube or Facebook live, any of that good stuff. Uh, but thanks so much for tuning in. It's been a real journey. Uh, I, I'm seeing growth in the channel. I'm seeing a lot of uh, people talking about it, messaging me, asking me things. So it's been real fun. Uh, so I just want to thank everybody again for tuning in. I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their Monday, has a great work week. Uh, take care and thank you so much for tuning in to the K2 podcast. Thank <laughs> you.